A lot of small businesses perhaps believe or hope that creating a Facebook and Twitter page will help them get more sales fast. Wrong. Just having a presence on social media is simply not good enough nowadays. It takes time and genuinely interesting content to gain the attention of your target audience. Now, there's an element of chicken and egg about this. You need the search engines to rank you highly, but they won't do that if your site is static and the content doesn't change. You need to demonstrate expertise and insight and provide regular, fresh, and useful content, then tell people about it. I'm often asked whether this is giving away the family jewels. I prefer to call it give to get. To some extent, you have to showcase your knowledge. Not everyone will be in a position to take your advice anyhow. And a percentage of those that simply don't have the time will make an inquiry. Either way, it will enhance your credibility and search engines will ultimately feature you more strongly if you get it right over time. So to convert web visitors to potential customers, you first need to attract them through content that's relevant to their needs and to what they're looking for. And you mustn't forget that search engines are only part of the job. If you build up a decent following on other platforms, such as LinkedIn connections, Twitter followers on Instagram and so on, you have a greater chance that potential influencers will favor and share your content, thereby providing another means of attracting interaction and generating web traffic. It is a numbers game, but with a bit of a twist. You need relevant connections and followers and to provide pertinent content that encourages those contacts to share via links and that encourages the search engines also to sit up and take notice of your site. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about three essential content marketing tips for small businesses. My first tip is to create and post quality content sounds obvious in some ways, and it's pretty much what I said earlier. But what's quality content? There are so many options here, and it depends both on what capabilities you have and what your customers would best respond to. For example, do you have the wherewithal to produce videos? Video marketing is huge. YouTube is growing massively, and you can't ignore the importance of video for search. And it's so much quicker and easier to watch a three-minute video than to read a blog. But if you don't have the capability to make videos and make them reasonably professionally, and by the way, they don't need to all be glossy, expensive ones. You can use your webcam for some or iPad or even the phone. You may be better sticking to writing or doing something else. Maybe you've got a face and a voice for radio like I have, in which case perhaps a podcast like this could be the answer. I also write blogs once a week. And clearly if your business is a visual business, maybe interior design or architects or fashion or something like that, or even food and cakes and stuff, you need lots of pictures and to use the channels that cater more for those like 
Pinterest or, or Instagram or whatever. Whatever the type of content you select, think about what's best for your customers. What would they want to hear and learn about? Produce content about things that are relevant to them and their needs. And this is really important, not just about you and your products. Product and service information is fine, it's important, but it can be boring. And it's also often similar to your competitors. So supplement that with a, a white paper, a thought piece, a video, a podcast, an infographic, or a blog on a current topic. Providing content about the challenges your customers have will not only demonstrate that you understand, but prove that you have the expertise and solutions for them, again, like this kind of podcast. Over time, this content will help drive inquiry levels. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen. And if keywords are used within your content, the SEO value will increase, boosting your web traffic and your web rank. In an ideal world, you need a blend if you want to make social media and content marketing work for your business. The second point is to work out the key social channels for your customer and post regularly. Where should you spend your social media time? There's no one answer. Ideally, the more content distribution, the better, as long as it's good content and in the right places. You need to think about your audience. That will differ by platform. Business customers differ from individual consumers. Facebook is fundamentally different to Twitter, and Twitter doesn't have the same dynamics as LinkedIn. And Instagram and Pinterest are different again. When might your customers be looking at social media to find out information? Think about the times you post as well. The key is to not let your followers forget about you. Posting should be carried out daily if possible and at key times. There are plenty of tools out there, software, that can help you schedule. Some are free or have basic packages, and some are a bit more expensive if you need more functionality. They'll help you to schedule content and save time rather than doing things too manually. Ultimately, that's only worthwhile if you have something relevant to post. There's no point trotting out a constant stream of the same tweets and the same content. That's like spamming my social media. Vary the wording and remember that your headline is like an advert in that it needs to generate interest. Use fresh content to distribute, even if it's signposting followers to interesting content elsewhere. And don't forget tools such as hashtags so your posts can quickly be referenced and found. For business customers, the best times to post are usually first thing in the morning around lunchtime and before people leave work. However, that will differ depending on lots of different factors. My final point is to not oversell on social. No one wants to be bombarded with sales and product messages on social media. Instead of overtly flogging your products and services, why not compose a blog to show that you're experts within your field? For example, if you've opened a, a beauty salon, and you want to provide great content to your audience, why not compose 10 health and beauty tips to help your customers? If you're an independent travel agent, how about tips for traveling with kids in the summer holidays or the best places to visit in Greece? 
it's fine to post promotions, offers and discount codes and so on online. However, if that's all you do alongside boring sales and product messages, your customers will quickly switch off. Put yourselves in their shoes. What would they value? How can you help them with their challenges and their decisions? By doing that and including periodic promotions, you're more likely to gain traction, encourage them to share your content, and generate essential web traffic to your site through referrals and higher search rankings.